is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Hello and welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabour. The Meat is, of course, the storytelling and improv comedy podcast. Podcast, we bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then we do long-form improvisational comedy based off of those stories. Today we have two very special guests um, uh, from Harold Mess Hall, the king of the inner sanctum, <laughs> uh, queen said, of the inner sanctum. He said, Harold, I'm on Harold now. <laughs> Josh said it. Yeah. <laughs> I meant just going to introduce you both together and I realized I messed up. Well, anyways. First, Mike Christian. Yay! Returning, returning, returning guest, guest. two-timer. Welcome to the club. And first-timer, Lisa Gilroy. Yay! Yay. I'm no yeah. rotten two-timer. <laughs> um, welcome Glary aboard. monogamous. <laughs> podcast monogamous. <laughs> yeah, you can't do any other podcast without. Um, uh Oh yeah, I forgot to mention we have a Patreon with a special episode every week called yeah. The Potatoes, where we talk about we talk shop. Uh, Patreon.com slash the meat improv. Mm-hmm. Get it every week. Great. Yeah. That's the business. Uh, let's talk about whatever. Uh, so you say you're from Toronto, Lisa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well I'm from Edmonton, Alberta originally, but I lived in Toronto for the last five years. Okay. Do you know Edmonton? No. World's biggest mall. I mean Canada's biggest mall. High <laughs> <laughs> high murder rate for Canada too, right? I think so, yeah. Edmonton. Okay. That's what I heard. I read a book and there was a thing about serial killers in Edmonton there. Really? And it's just one person who killed a person. Yeah, five people <laughs> been killed Canada. there in history. Yeah. <laughs> well, Edmonton has a million people and they can all fit inside the mall. <laughs> the mall has a pirate ship, a roller coaster, a water park, a mini golf, hotel. I can't tell you if you're heightening to, or if you guys this come is to true. Edmonton. It's, I'm, oh, that's all 100% true. It's bigger than the Mall of America, right? Well, it was, and then Mall of America like did some sort of they very put on a wing mood. Oh, yeah, they and added a dick sporting goods. That's right. They added a tall antenna. I feel like that's just cold places. Like I'm from Milwaukee, or I guess that's not Minnesota, but it's right by Minnesota. I feel like you wouldn't boo the Mall of America in California because no. it'd be like, why would we be inside the mall? Right. <laughs> I, I still think that's the coolest thing about living in California: seeing like outdoor high school, yeah, like yeah. lockers outside. That's yeah. so clueless. <laughs> so neat yeah yeah you wouldn't do that in milwaukee i'll tell you that much no is edmonton is that wait you said edmonton alberta, alberta. yeah calgary is another city in alberta that's right? right they're not close to each other they are like three hours apart okay. um we're the capital but they're cooler i see so this is sad i coached a group from calgary for a little while so oh that's cool <laughs> no big deal loose moose <laughs> uh, people uh no but they knew who that was yeah oh, cool. uh there's another long form group so okay, I was I was kind of asking maybe this doesn't affect you at all, but are you a Raptors fan? I know that there's basketball games happening around. Okay, me. <laughs> okay. I know there's a big one tonight. Yes, there um, is. I I'm gonna have to watch it tonight, but it could I don't... be Canada's first. That's right. The championship, or at least first championship since 1993, first ever NBA title. Right. You so could be. I you don't said care you know you have to watch it. Why do you have to watch it? Um, I think just because like. All the Canadians I know are like having parties and doing things tonight, and so it seems like a good Canadian person thing to do oh, tonight. Okay. So that's what I'll be. Is doing. your husband Canadian? Yeah, yeah. So Is he into it? Yeah, he's into it. He's a man. You know how men are. <laughs> are you attempting to dish with us? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking man. Um, well, that's cool. How long ago did you move here? 
I moved here a year and a half ago. Jeez. Oh, wow. You really got right to it, huh? Yeah, I got right T- to it. In terms of, you're already on Herald Night. Damn. I'm already on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One and a half years in. That might be a meat record. Uh, yeah. No, that's not. <laughs> We've had people from New York. Oh, yeah. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Dude, I just knew already. How big yeah. is their mall? Uh, <laughs> fucking measly. A measly mall in New York. Um. Well, so so you were Toronto. <laughs> Take that, New York. <laughs> so you you lived York, in Toronto. Did, <laughs> I'm just curious, like what the transition was from like moving from. I feel like moving from Canada to here is like a bigger deal. Yeah, probably a bigger culture shock. Although I'm from Wisconsin, which again is basically Canada. Right. <laughs> uh, you mean bigger culture shock moving uh, to California than moving within Canada? I mean, like, like just moving here than like than maybe we had. Like, oh, right, right, like, right. I'm just curious, like what are what what prompted the move, and like what have been like unexpected. I don't know elements of like moving from Canada to California. Um, well, you know, comedy stuff prompted the move. I feel like Canada. I mean, God forbid any Canadians are listening, but uh, I feel like, you Don't know, say that. <laughs> we're counting on it. God forbid no one outside this room will ever hear this podcast. <laughs> um, no, but you know, it's like the, our entertainment scene isn't as, you know, thriving. So I feel like you reach a certain point and then most people pick up and move. So anybody that I was looking up to in Toronto was just Left. leaving. So I was like, I, I gotta go too. But you were doing like second city in Toronto mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. were like crushing. And weren't you on like, you were telling me it's like the... The Daily Show, but for Canada or, or like, the oh, onion. like the Onion. Yeah. yeah, I did like a political satire show there, and that was really fun. But I was mostly also doing kids TV, and like Mom was not going to be young forever, you know. I so saw you at the BYU. I know you were saying I was at the BYU TV studios, and there's like these, which is not that cool. So, and uh, they're playing all these like nerdy, uh, just like kind of okay, lame, not that cool, really nerdy, dumb, lame, and dumb bad shows. Yeah. Yes, and you saw me on one of them. Thank and you so I much, saw Mike. your face, and I said, "That can't be Lisa." <laughs> and then I, it was you. Yeah. What was that show called? It's called. It was called Undercover High. It was a prank show that I hosted where we pranked high school kids. <laughs> <laughs> Is that illegal? <laughs> no, it's not illegal in Canada. It's <laughs> but it was weird. weird. It was uh, nothing is real. I mean, you know, you like prank some kids and you can't prank a a group of kids. It's impossible because, you know, all the prank shows, they like they get one person isolated. They solo them out, you know, so then if things are weird, they have no one to talk to. But you get a room full of 30 kids. All it takes is one asshole in the first four minutes to go like, this seems like a TV show. And then everyone's like, yeah, seems like a TV show. And then the whole prank is over. Some kids like, I don't think our teacher is really a werewolf. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I had to do I had to do prank stuff. Did you? Yeah, I feel like that's like the first tier of like, I don't know, guys that look like me in comedy. Right. Like uh, people who can improvise. Well, also just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I mean by that. But I feel like that's like, I just, there was a period in my life where it was like, oh, you'll do a prank. Of course you will. I'll get paid $150. I did one for, was it Blue Moon? Something like that. Something like Shock Top. That's right. Uh, for the now defunct break dot com. <laughs> oh, I uh, oh yeah. And I, the prank was. Oh yeah. We basically like called people in for an audition, <laughs> and then we like. I was like the intern that greeted them, and then like I had to like get my hands full of like like to carry stuff, and then they would touch a door handle that had like slime on it, Good. and then when they were in the waiting room, they would turn on a faucet, and the faucet would spray them. <laughs> 
And, and it's like they were like, and then it was up to me. It's a very like, so, specific prank. Yeah, it's the, just like a bad day in general. But like, like, so the prank itself was that like I was the like the conceit was that I was like in an office and I was the office prankster, and that these were my coworkers. So like, like, so for the actual prank itself. They wanted me to like jump out like, ha ha, got you, Ron. <laughs> like, like we knew each other. <laughs> but in order to get genuine reactions, they got like total strangers, like actors off the street who they said they'd pay him $50 for the audition and to come in in office gear. Oh. So like, I didn't know these people. I was just talking to them, like being friendly. <laughs> they just like got slime on their hands. and went and used the thing. And then I have to come out and be like, got you, asshole. <laughs> and you say and, like, their actual name. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I remember distinctly, like I couldn't do it. I was like, I hate hate this like i could very much relate to going to an audition for 50 bucks and then like yeah. like i felt bad for them and yeah. uh, well, wait i don't whoever gets paid 50 dollars to audition that, for anything be the best audition i ever went i've on. never yeah. been paid to audition I yeah mean. it was kind of a punk thing though and like i wasn't selling it like i wasn't jumping out and being like got ya and i remember like i saw the director and like the producer of the spot talking to each other like in a room and i wasn't supposed to hear them and they were like what do we do about this guy? <laughs> He's not committing to the prank or whatever. The other thing was, I just filled up. I just sounds had, like the prank was on them. <laughs> yeah, but I also had just pulled an all nighter because I was I was had to do like a written test to get a job at it was for Conan when I worked at Conan. I had to do like a they gave me twenty four hours to do like a written essay test and like. It was like the hardest test I've ever taken for a job. Wait, I, I aced it. It was like an edit test. So like, it didn't make any sense. I don't think it's. Are been, you an editor? I was a little bit for that website. I was supposed to be a writer, editor, like content person for their website. Okay. And then all the stuff that I said I would do, I never got the chance to do. So fuck them. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I stayed up all night and like was doing that wow. job. And then I had to like on no sleep. Wait, you, you were a prank. being tested for like copy editing? Yeah, they made me like write a bunch of stuff, oh, ideas for like web series, that kind of thing, changes I'd make to the site, oh. content, examples of content I'd create, basically free work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but anyways, I just, yeah, it was fucking stupid. So it was for Shock Top. Can I ask you, I can't stop thinking about this. Was it, was the prank called like Shock Tap because the tap didn't work? <laughs> was it like, cause you know, like the water spray? Was that like part of it? Uh, it no, you, that would have been good. Uh, okay. So it was nothing. It was just slime door, shock tap. <laughs> yeah. Unrelated. Slime door. Slime door yeah, water fountain broke. Slime door wasn't even the prank. Slime door was just to slime get them to wash their, their hands. Oh, okay. Slime door was the. <laughs> what would you call it? Nothing. Was the set? Yeah, it was the inciting setup. incident. Yeah. Ooh, did they get like splashed in the face when that the tap was? Weird? Oh, the, the sprayed them right in the face. Uh-huh. Were there women? Because that would make me really sad. I would like do my yeah. makeup real nice for an audition, and then come in. And Men and women, all ages. Um, children? Old, old women. No children. Old no children. Ha ha, okay. got you, Brittany. <laughs> we work together. Remember, Britt? <laughs> uh, I did another one for them too. Where I went to Coachella. Oh, God. You got to go to Coachella to prank people? That's fun. Should have been. <laughs> uh, you had a you test the night before. adjustment. <laughs> Wait till I've you hear this, I've never been to Coachella. That I've been to Coachella really plenty of times. I was like the... I was, whatever. They did a one prank. It was kind of fun. I was like a newscaster that was nervous. That one I could do. Then they did another one where we like... Luckily, I wasn't the lead on this one, but someone was going around being like, try this drug. I got a brand new drug. And it was just water and an eyedropper. And we were like filming it with hidden cameras. And then they'd like, we'd try to like 
get like, so how does it feel like? And like, it barely worked on people, but we were like, what does it feel like when you normally do drugs? And they'd be like, I see like fractals and stuff. And then when they edited it together, they would be like, oh. what does it feel like? I see fractals. So they like totally cut it. Oh, so they made these people mean. look like, yeah. Uh, and I was uh, very embarrassed to be a part of that one I, too. I'm, I'm well, imagine how embarrassed the people felt that you pranked. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you did a bad thing, Josh. <laughs> I was there trying to be like, I had a, other ideas to do pranks in Coachella because I know Coachella. I was like, we should do like a undercover cop bit or something like that. And they wanted to make everyone look like assholes. Why am I talking about my pranks? What were your pranks? Give me some more. (laughs) Why am I talking about my pranks? Uh, I can tell you about a prank that never went to air and was a horrible disaster. We went to like this um, home ec class. You guys have a home ec, right? Okay. Sometimes I get really worried that I'm saying a weird Canadian thing. Um, but we, we went to their home ec class and we brought in this like had an actor playing this like eccentric uh, chef that was famous in Norway or something. You know already how like mm-hmm. kids shows pranks work. Um, but, <laughs> he like, was a Muppet. Yeah, the Swedish <laughs> was chef Muppet. was there. Yeah. Um, but like I also I wasn't like directly involved in the pranks. It's like how in punk Ashton Kutcher's like watching from a secret location. It was like that. So then I would always come out at the end and be like... <laughs> You're on undercover high. And they're like, who's this woman? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the chef comes in and he's like, guess what? Today um, we're going to be making this and brings out like a baby llama and then makes all the kids like alive, s- one? alive and makes all the kids like say goodbye to it and oh tells them God. that like they're going to like <laughs> they're going to like kill it and cook it. And it was a huge problem because there were some kids in that class that were vegan and just were so upset. Like there was so much, there was crying. There was people like calling their parents. Like there was a lot of, you know, we can't show any of that on a fun kids TV show. So, uh, that never went to air. And then after, and they still made me run in and go like, psych, you're on undercover high. And everyone was <laughs> shooting me daggers. and so upset. People psych. just walked out of the room like, oh, it was horrible. Kids were like what happened to the llama? Yeah. It was really bad. Hmm. Um, when I taught, uh, I taught at this school and they dissected, um, pigs, like fetal mm-hmm. pigs. And I guess there wasn't really a disposal, uh, plan. Pro- plan. And so they just threw them all into the dumpster. Oh, dude, oh no. That can't be right. I can't, be- you're kind of ruining the story. I'm going to tell you too. <laughs> oh no. No, it's perfect. Uh, and they just threw them into the dumpster in the parking lot and we, the lunch would always be in the parking lot, so oh God, uh, it what? did not take long for all the kids to be like, there's a bunch of dead pigs in this dumpster. <laughs> and then one of the kids I worked with made a... He's like... Um, uh, he's just slightly atypical, and he spent the entire lunch period making a rested piece and then taped it to the dumpster, and it, was, it just said R.I.P. pigs, and then pointed down. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> R.I.P. pigs. <laughs> He spent the whole lunch break. Was his intention to be sincere or was he joking? I feel like the Uh, arrow makes it a little less sincere. It's hard. He was like so deadpan. It was really hard. Um, It was really hard to tell sometimes if he was being sincere or joking. Uh, He would just like say things sometimes and you'd have to like wait and then you'd be like a joke, right? Uh, And you'd be like, got it, got it. Uh, And I didn't didn't go ask him if uh, he was being sincere or kidding. I just read the sign. I just saw him working on it and then I was like, what is he doing? And then I watched him go over and deep it on the thing. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a bunch of dead pigs in a dumpster, <laughs> which is not what you're supposed to do, I don't think. Yeah, definitely not. It's like bio waste. Yeah. I have a friend who got suspended for taking the all the frogs that were in the tray at the end of their dissection. They had put them all in this thing and they hated their teacher and the teacher came back in the classroom and she dumped it on her head. What? Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Is that so brutal? What were the repercussions of this? She got suspended. Oh. I mean, expelled. Okay. Yeah. She yeah. had to go to a different high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, but yeah, you can't, that you can't go around so that. so hard to recover from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, as a teacher, if I got a bunch of dead frogs dumped on me, it would you be You get, so- like, carried. <laughs> Improv! We don't get paid vacation this year? What are you saying to us, Mr. Reynolds? <sighs> I'm... Brian, what are you saying? I'm so sorry. You won't be getting paid vacation this year. Also, the Christmas bonuses are canceled. I'm going to fucking dismantle your car. How does that sound? No. Well, okay, well, hang on. I'm going to take apart your car. <laughs> Let's wait till the end of the day before we make it. I'm going to lock you in your, own, in your office. Are you guys with me? Come on. No Christmas bonuses? No vacation days? I mean, I'm disappointed for sure. I I, I have kids. You know, we, we were going to take them to Disney this year. Yeah, your kids aren't allowed to come visit you at work anymore either. What, what? are you talking about? What? Um, and, um, and from lunch now, it's just going to be... Uh, Gummy worms. I can't eat those. I'm diabetic, uh, Brian. Is okay. this a joke? I mean, there's well. no nutrition. Okay, so now we're going to have to pack our own lunches. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to pull my kids out of school for childcare because I'm not going to be able to. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Let's not. Oh, okay. I already no, bought okay. tickets to Tahoe. You son of a bitch. Excuse me. I have to call my husband. Um. Okay, guys. Let's not all. Dale, let's hi, not. It's Brenda. You'll never believe what just happened. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. Pull him out of school. Pull okay, out of school. But let's all Dale, wait. We're gonna have to move back to, to Minnesota. Call um, me later. Uh, hold on one second. I have to cancel my blue apron. Why? Because you're serving gummy worms at lunch now. It seems ridiculous that I would bring my own lunch now that there's gummy worms at lunch, and I was just <clears throat> getting started. Oh, okay. learning to cook. Oh, no. Don't open your laptop. He's canceling Blue Apron. <laughs> Cancel. Why? My boss is an asshole and is providing sweet treats at lunchtime. And I can't resist them. What are we going to do about this? I'm back. I'm on your side. Yours doesn't seem as bad as ours. What? Yours like 23. You're single. Okay, I got to call my mom and dad right now and tell them I won't be able to go to the family vacation in Tahoe. Let's all not Because my call- boss isn't signing, following through on his contractual agreement to give us paid vacation as well as a Christmas bonus. Okay, let's all I not- I just got a text from my husband. Okay. I told the kids we were not going to be able to take that vacation to Disney, and they took poison. What? They both took poison. This was a prank. I. This was a prank. What? I'm sorry, um, Lisa, do you want to pop out now? You're on Undercover Boss, and your boss set you up. How are you guys feeling right now? Got you guys. That's not Undercover Boss. What is this? Undercover Boss is where the CEO comes and spends a day in our shoes. This is a shitty show. Not this season on Nickelodeon Canada. I don't want to be on Nickelodeon Canada. (laughs) 
How are you guys feeling right now? Tell it straight to the camera. And don't hold anything back. Am I getting gummy worms for lunch? <laughs> no, brother. It was all a prank. Oh, God damn it. Now I got to re-sign up. I already canceled my Airbnb. I have to <laughs> finally get a 25% refund. Two kids are dead on my conscience. Two children are dead. I don't remember what my password was. This is such fuck. Reggie, nobody cares <laughs> about your Blue Apron fiasco. That's a stupid instinct anyways. You should have done Blue Apron in addition to gummy worms. Yeah. Maybe <gasps> two lunches? That's insane. I'm not going to pay for lunch when they're providing gummy worms, which they're not now. Oh, my God. My mother collapsed. Okay, everybody. This is great stuff, gang. We're getting awesome <laughs> shots. <laughs> We're going to wrap out and leave you to have a pizza party with your boss. Thanks for being no, on the show. No, don't leave me here with them. Bye. No, Lisa. All right. Well, let's get into the meat part of the podcast. Uh, this is where one of our guests shares a true story. Uh, Mike, you're yes. the wily veteran. You're up mm-hmm. first. Cool. Um... I'm going to tell a story that, uh, this is the story about the night that my cat died. Oh. Um, sorry, guys. There's a uh, cat in the room right now, you I know. selfish monster. Well, there used to be a cat in my room, too. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, so I got this cat. Her name was Esme. I got her originally when I, I lived in New York City um, with a girl, and we had a mouse problem, and... We also had a relationship problem. I was like, I'm going to take two birds with one stone here, get a cat. It's going to fix the relationship and the mouse problem. So the mice went away. And then when we broke up, uh, she was moving like two blocks away in Manhattan. I was moving to Texas and I was like, you keep the, you're going to keep the cat, right? Like, you know, you wanted the cat. And she was like, no, I can't, I can't take the cat. So, um, long story short, I ended up going, I moved from New York to Texas with my cat and, uh, what was that like? Um, yeah, it was good. easy, right? It's in a carrier. Yeah, that was that. <laughs> well, that was okay because I flew with her. Uh, oh, you did? Um, yeah, and oh. like you can give them like Benadryl, and they just get really sleepy. Sure. Did you have to like register as an emotion- emotional support? No, mm-hmm. if you just pay ninety bucks, you can just keep your cat underneath the seat in front of you. Wow. Yeah, you don't have to like put it underneath. I'd have done that. Yeah, with a dog. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, but yeah, and then I was that, that guy living alone with a cat and, you know, blah, blah, blah. She was once just kind of like a burden and thing to me. And then it was like, okay, no, like, you know, I lived alone in a studio in Austin with her. I lived alone out here in a studio and, you know, just years of just sort of being alone with just the cat in the studio. And, um, yeah, and she was only like seven years old. And then I was living in this house, not far away from here. And she started getting like just acting weird, like pooping outside the litter box, like, you know, doing stuff like that. Um, and uh, so, like, I started taking her to the vet and they're like, oh, she, you know, uh, it ended up being that every time you go to the vet, they're like, oh, maybe it's this. Here's some medicine, you know, start giving your cat medicine, whatever. <clears throat> I'm trying to think about what happened, what caused like the first big issue that she had. Um, oh yeah. Then she just stopped eating at a certain point and she got really skinny and I had already spent like hundreds of dollars on these vet visits. And all of a sudden I came home one day from work and she just looked like small and like cold and like, wasn't really moving. 
and I like took her to the vet and like we had like they were like this is really serious she's lost like half her body weight they had to hospitalize my cat overnight which is expensive like I don't I don't have cat insurance or pet insurance or anything like that so um we started doing all this stuff they they show me a bill for like five thousand dollars and stuff like that wow um when I started crying until they uh, were like, okay, well, we can change it. Here's like a different, some different plans, different options. Anyway, long story short, we are giving her, I'm giving her steroids every day. Um, apparently with cats, like gastrointestinal issues are very common. And, um, but yeah, so that. Wait, what do you, when you say they showed you 5,000 and then like took it back. <laughs> well, yeah, they would come we back with like 2,500. There were some okay? negotiations. Uh, yeah, they would come, well, they would come back and be like, listen, we can. Like keep her. We want to keep her overnight again, and then we'll do this like MRI, like or you know, like like cat scans or cat <laughs> scan. lol. Uh, and yeah, they just they had a lot of different things they could do. And then when I started crying and was just like, I can't. This is not possible. Um, they were like, okay, okay, hang on. And then the doctor would like leave and come back with like a new print up <laughs> of like a different set of things. Like, well, we're just we don't maybe we don't need this right now. We'll just do this. You saw him talking to his manager in the yeah. back room. He, he, it was like a, a used car dealership. <laughs> he went in and the manager's like, listen, you got to make this sale, okay? Whatever it takes. <clears throat> God. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really stressful. And like, I remember like just driving her to the vet a lot and like just like breaking down and like crying in my car and like. Looking back on it, like, I don't think I really cried for maybe, like, I don't know, eight years as much as I did in that, like, one month and a half, two months period. Um, But but anyway, so it seemed like she had had the hospitalization and um, it seemed like things were going in a positive direction. The vet told me that his cat had a similar thing and you just had to give him steroids. So they their, like, intestines aren't inflamed and whatever so all that happens i'm giving the cat steroids all the time and i'm living with Corey webster at the time a fan of the sh- uh, friend of the show and, <laughs> you better be a fan yeah <laughs> super fan <laughs> and um yeah i remember uh one night i had to work this event i work at a pretty fancy restaurant republic and they were doing this off-site event where we were catering um a private party thrown by tesla at an art gallery <laughs> yeah but that's like that's like too much that's too much that's too much that's a lot that's like too much like of like shit i'm like no 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 yeah <laughs> like, just, I, yeah i guess what would it be too much of just an uncomfortable environment yeah yeah but it's it like, was it ahead. was an easy gig because it was like ta- uh tray pass so the you know it would just be this fancy little uh, finger foods i'd walk around and there were like like john legend was there and like a lot of like celebs were there uh, which was a terrible night because republic's food is all like super rich like french food like i remember i was passing around foie gras, foie gras on a tray you do foie gras there i thought it was like a bakery there's it is a full bakery as well oh, okay it is coming to republic guys it is a culinary delight it really is like a small little town in there there's I a bake there's too. a pastry like bakery there's a bread bakery and it's like a real serious French restaurant, too, with some Asian stuff. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm walking around with foie gras and I'm passing it around to people and I'm going up to like the most attractive, rich 
sexy people and i'm like foie like gras. who come on more than jen legend oh, hold on it's a, I okay sorry so i give it i try to give it to some woman and i'm like foie gras and she goes i have a pet duck and like <laughs> so like people <laughs> it's like talking about like vegans getting angry like oh, yeah. i'm trying and i can't i can't go back into the kitchen until my tray is empty oh, and God. i keep going around to these like just like fancy rich people who are horrified by the food Although Jaleel White was not, he took a bunch of pieces and Urkel? was very nice. Urkel was there, yeah, and he loved foie gras. And that uh, guy is cat. He just keeps cashing in. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know He's why still he going was to there. The Tesla event. He was there. He was still there with the with the beautiful people. And so I'm there, and I'm getting. I get a couple of texts from Corey, and Corey loved Esme too. And Corey's like, hey, uh, Esme like threw up and like is acting like weird. Oh, oh you were living. Oh, right. You were living yeah. with Corey. He, I'm living with Corey. I'm at work and he's at home and he's like, yeah, Esme's being kind of weird. She threw up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, what else is new? She's been sick. Like, whatever. I'll deal with it when I get home. <clears throat> and um, yeah, the night goes on. And like, uh, I remember I left the event after. And I went to E Rustic with one of my coworkers, and we're like just slamming beers, just chilling out. <clears throat> and then I get a phone call from Corey, mm-hmm. and I I pick it up. I'm like, I'm like, dude, what's the deal? What's what's going on with Esme? And poor Corey, mm-hmm. he had to say this. He was just like, um, she's. Well, kind of dead. No, that's how he said it. I mean, give him a break. Like, <laughs> Corey, what the fuck, man? No, I, Corey, I feel bad for Corey. And he's like, he's like, yeah. And I was like, Whoa. and he was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I put her, I put her in a bag. I didn't know what to do. Oh and I was God. like, all right, that's fine, dude. I'm coming home right now. Thank oh. you. And uh, so I go home and uh, I go in and, you know, me and Corey are just kind of having a moment. And I'm like, all right, well, where where is she? And he goes, I put her in that J Crew bag you had in your room, and she I put her out on the front porch. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're like, we go out there, we sit on my front porch. The bag is like sitting right there, and we're just kind of like, we're just kind of like being like, I don't know, talking about it, I, just processing it all. And then Corey's like, it. I think it was the summer because I think it was hot, and Corey's like so what do we what do we do with the body and i was like and i remember when i went to the vet they talked about disposal and it was like another hundreds of dollars charge Mm -hmm. and i remember being like i just i was just three plus grand in the hole with this whole thing and i was like i cannot a i don't want to go back to the vet because i'm fucking pissed at them i don't want to go back there b i don't have the money to even properly dispose of her and they i was just like what the fuck do we do and Corey and I just kind of sat there for a while. And then I was like, I was like, well, there's that really, there's that really stinky dumpster by that Thai place that we go to. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I mean, yeah. And we grabbed the J crew bag and we walked down to Hollywood Boulevard and, uh, we stood outside the really stinky dumpster by the Thai restaurant. And we, we all, we both, we, we both went and like said some nice words about Esme. And then, uh, I threw her in the stinkiest dumpster in Thai town. And, um, and we just were like, we were like, I don't know what else to do. And then we went back to my place. (laughs) I'm actually crying. Uh, This is horrifying. But, um, yeah, it doesn't make me look good, but. 
I mean, I couldn't have cared more about her. I yeah. couldn't have loved her anymore. No, I'm not crying because you're an asshole. I'm crying because okay. it's sad. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, and uh, it, yeah, it's just crazy. It was it was really weird for me because I like I I've like all my grandparents are dead. Like I've lost like that, and like nothing affected me more than like my cat dying, and then like dumping her in a stinky Thai food restaurant dumpster. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Did you have to like? really like sling the bag uh <laughs> yeah i really had to like <laughs> i've never heard anyone ask that question with tears in their eyes <laughs> i had to take the bag over my head and swing it no, like a lasso like, that, but, like was it like tall like did you have no to, like, i just lifted it up and kind of placed tall. it in there and i like you know their her body was like stiff and weird but um yeah well well i mean makes sense yeah i can't believe it's that much money to properly do it i mean it's just wild. the whole thing it I don't like it was so like they got me for so much money Mm -hmm. and then all it did was just prolong it for like two months. Yeah. Right. And I I remember asking questions being like, listen, what is the point where it's like it is better to just like put her down? Mm -hmm. And they were kind of like, well, we don't like to think about that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, because then you can't keep making money off. Right. Right. How much is it to put a cat? down? I don't know. But it's got, I'm sure it's like probably 250 or something like that. Like it's not insignificant because like right. you'd probably pay for the cost of the procedure, the cost of the drug, the cost of the disposal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like that's a tricky business there. Yeah. With like, I, I just last week I took my dog. This is an embarrassing story. I took my dog to the animal hospital at nighttime because it was like woozy and acting weird. And I was like... I've been here to this exact animal hospital for a similar situation when my dog had gotten into some weed. Like, oh, and uh, <laughs> I'm not smoking as much these days, but uh, there are <laughs> members of the household, perhaps that are, that smoke a little more. I, I actually do smoke now, but like, not a lot of flour. I do a lot of vape stuff. <laughs> anyway, it's fucking <laughs> stupid. But I did. I, I was just like, I ended up having to take my dog to the animal hospital and the other people in the waiting room were like somebody who like whose cat swallowed a rubber band Mm -hmm. somebody whose dog was like a little sore would probably just like jumped off a bed funny and someone else whose dog got into pot brownies uh that the roommate had cooked and i realized like we're in an emergency pet hospital and none of us we all know it's not an emergency yeah like i'm not so sure like i want to make sure that my dog's not high uh Or that my dog is high. Actually, that's that would be good news. And then, sure enough, my boy tested positive. For real? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. For some THC. Aww. He just like looks like like I I recognize. I was like, he looks like stoned, like he was last time, because he's like just goes like he's like sitting and just kind of like Aww. it's like when you're like falling asleep at the desk or when your head goes forward and like snap back up. Like, so that's what can I, they do for that? Like Nothing. Charge me eighty five dollars for a test. Got him. But put on Dave Chappelle. Ev- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but every one of us there was just. I was like, the, every one of us there was just like precaution. Right. Just being like, we gotta. We're worried about our pet. It's probably nothing. And I realized that's probably most of what their business is. There's probably yeah. an occasional like car accident or you know or mm-hmm. whatever hit by a car. But it is kind of a racket, like. Like yeah. doesn't have to be, but they're in a unique position where like people love their pets mm-hmm. for sure. Like they can come out there and give you, I don't know, like 
Ugh. I'm at their mercy. I'm like, tell me my dog is just high and doesn't have like a blood problem or yeah. something. And it's like, as an owner, you feel so like, like they can't tell you that they feel bad. Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah. it's like, so you're like, you're just staring into their face being like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Is this a real deal? Uh, it's rough. Yeah. And uh, very emotional. Yeah. I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah. Yeah. She was only seven. But uh, Corey and I made a Corey made a joke the night of we had a new roommate who was like pretty annoying, just just like kind of an odd duck. She wasn't annoying, she was just an odd duck. And Esme and the roommate never got along. And Corey's like, "Do you think Esme couldn't stand to be around her? And she just killed herself." I'm like, Aww. "I was like, it's possible." <laughs> That's funny. Can I put you on the spot? Can yeah. you uh, and tell what she would do in the mornings? Do you know what I'm talking about? With the sneezing? Or no. I think it was Esme that like she needed you to watch. Yes, she needed me to watch what? her eat. Uh, oh my god. So every morning, uh, I would wake up to first like first it'd be like licking. She would like lick my face and then it would turn to like her putting her paw and like clawing me. One, one time I woke up and she's looking right in my face and retracting her paw from my open mouth. She just stuck her paw in my mouth to wake me up. And then she would make me go out there, feed her. And if I didn't stand over her and watch, if I I'd put a food in her bowl and then go back to bed and she would come in, do the same shit until I went out there and just like stood there looking down at her and she would just eat with her tail wagging happily. Um, would she like knock your pipe off the... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She, if I didn't get up, she would jump on my desk, push everything off the desk, push everything off of my bookshelf. Uh, and I just wake up to that. I'm like... Thunk. Um, I love that story. Yeah, she was something. Also famous for her boogers. Yeah, that she would she would sneeze. Yeah, famous for her boogers. Uh, She would sneeze. She would be sitting there watching like an improv practice. Jake would be coaching us, and all of a sudden, Esme would just sneeze, and a booger, like a human sized booger, would fly out of her mouth and like land on like the floor. Or and sometimes it wouldn't become disconnected from her, and she would be so freaked out. Yeah, she's like dripping down over her mouth, and she's running away from it. <laughs> yeah, Esme ruled. <laughs> wow. Well, RIP Esme. I'm talking real I was hoping you could help me. Uh, came to the shelter looking for a pet. Mm-hmm, um, yeah, of course. What What are you interested in? Well, uh, I was hoping to get uh, a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Uh, I, we have a mouse problem. Oh, um, and um, I'm with my. I live with my girlfriend, uh, and um, I'm having trouble. <clears throat> I'm having trouble performing. Okay, the mouse stuff is really easy because cats love mice, and um, that that'll yeah. be really helpful because they love to chase them around, right. and That's I think that'll I help thought. a lot. Do yeah. you also have a cat that could help with that problem? Can I get like a? Twofer, like a cat. Sir, I'm going to stop you right there. Um, we have a lot of people like you coming in here asking for that you kind do? of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just got to tell it to you straight. There's nothing that a cat can do that's going to make your penis be good or better or <laughs> um, your relationship be good or better. Okay. What about like an iguana? I know 
the iguana would help with my penis problem? Right. Would it Not help so much with, with the, the mice? No. Okay. So <laughs> if you'll think about the size of a, a mouse and then the size of the iguanas that we have here, you'll, you know, right away. That's, that's not going to, yeah, dumb. that's, that's dumb. So, um, if you want to, so I got to get an iguana and a cat. <laughs> I, you, listen, I also didn't say the iguana was going to help with relationship <laughs> problems. Okay. And maybe that was my bad that I wasn't uh, up front with that. Um, Hey, Peter, can you, yeah. sorry, this is my coworker. Um, Hi. Hi. What can I do for you? This gentleman has wandered into the store with the same problem you had 15 years ago. Um. Um, see, Peter came in looking for a cat. Now he works here. Um, do you maybe want to? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'll. Hey, why don't we step over here real okay. quick? Um, I'll just join you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, I know what it's like. Yeah. Just, uh, it's not going well in there. No. Yeah. yeah. Peter had it bad. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. think I've done this move before. This works. This should work. Yeah. And then it's not working. No. <sighs> well, we can get you a cat. Okay. An iguana. Uh-huh. And here's an application to work here. How is that going to help? That, I think that I would argue that's what helped Peter the most. Working here. Listen, I have access to every animal in here, okay? I can bring any animal home anytime I want. I'm going through all of them. I'm doing tests. One of these is going to help my performance. For 15 years this has been happening? Oh, there's a lot of animals in here. A lot. Well, I guess if you and I put our heads together, we'll cover twice the animals. I'll be up at the front of the till when you made your decision. We cut to this guy's bedroom. Why? Why is there an iguana <laughs> and a sickly cat looking at me? <laughs> because the cat <clears throat> covering the mouse problem. Right? Great. Day one experiment for Jake. <laughs> okay. And the iguana. I don't remember this mirror being here before. <laughs> Sub- subjects already alert to changes in bedroom. <laughs> you said that I had no style. And you said that this room felt dark. So I put in a, a mirror. Okay. And the iguana... Is to help with my performance. <laughs> I feel like your problems stem from you not being in the moment with me and for you not communicating your needs. I don't know if we need an iguana. To, what is this? A third? Girlfriend disrupting experiment. Do you like the iguana? I don't care about the iguana. I think iguanas is. A, I think it's a weird pet to have. Hmm. Just be here in the moment with me. Okay. You keep, you're disrobing, but you keep looking at the iguana. What is your deal? What should we name it? I don't care. <laughs> I am ovulating. I would like, I would like to try. To so get, would try. I. Well, you're but sitting But I'm here, soft as a <laughs> string cheese. Maybe if you weren't trying to name an iguana. <laughs> this isn't. All right. Yeah, you're right. It's, well, now the mood is ruined. We're just it's ridiculous fighting. to bring in. An we got a cat here <laughs> attacking. Mice. Yeah, this made things worse. <laughs> this made things worse. <sighs> All right. See you next month. See you next month. Iguana <laughs> <laughs> didn't work. <sighs> okay. I also think your girlfriend wasn't really on board as much as she could have been. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's been a full month. Why don't we get her out of there? <laughs> I'll get in there, actively participate. You and me are going to do it? <laughs> yeah. Listen, we need two people who both okay. agree, who both believe in this experiment. Right. So and is a the... third to watch from behind the mirror. Okay. So yes. I will be, I will meet you guys at the apartment. Who's there? Who's covering the pet store? You know what? Dylan's going to do that. Dylan's going to Wandered in here last night. <laughs> okay. So the guana is now the control? <laughs> yes. 
Oh, let's get over to my apartment. Honey. What do you mean I have to leave? I got you tickets to Wicked. Just me? That'd be a great date night. Don't you think that would be a nice way to buy last before maybe... we went to the last time we went to the Pantages, I fell asleep and I felt bad and you got upset. So I want you to go to Wicked, enjoy it. Uh I call Big Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this man? Oh, uh Mirror uh, uh engineer. Mirror engineer. <laughs> Hello, I worked at a pet store for 15 years. I am here to fix your sex life. By sending me away? I'll do it. Fine. Enjoy Wicked. <laughs> okay, sweet. Okay. All right. How are we looking through the glass? Subjects seem agitated. Iguana <laughs> is at perfect temperature. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, take me. <laughs> okay. I'm. I am a little aroused. You seem to be into it. I'm a little aroused too. Right. Hey, hey! <laughs> it is the iguana. Whoa! Hello, nurse. All right. I think we figured it out. Yeah, I'm gay. I'm gay too. <laughs> Are you uh, Mike Christian? Yes. Uh, this is uh, Detective uh, Waterby. Uh, look, we've taken a look at your uh, financial, uh, you know, records in this last little while. We've been following you quite, clo- quite closely. Detective. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems you made, uh, let's take a look here. Um, in March of 2016, you had seven separate trips to the vet with an apparently dying cat. Is that correct or no? Yeah. Yeah, yes, I did. Okay, and now it is March 2018, and we were never visited for the disposal of a cat. So I'd like to know from you, um, cat get miraculously better, or what's Um, up? I'm sorry, you're with the LAPD? I'm with with LA PETA. (laughs) Oh, Um, okay. uh, LA PETA D. Okay, yeah. Uh, Listen, I... I Mind if I have a look around? Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, come on in. Wow. Lots of Cheetos in here. Okay, listen, buddy. Uh, uh, listen, I'm just going to come clean to you. Okay. Yes, my cat was very sick. Yeah. Where she, is she? I don't seem to see. Uh... She ended up passing and I didn't have enough. I didn't have enough money. So I, I disposed of her in. Um, where? Tell me where you put the body. It was in. The... Tell me, God damn it. Oh, okay. It was at, it was at the Vim Thai restaurant at Winona. And uh, Hollywood Boulevard in the dumpster. Okay. You sick fuck. Dun dun. We cut to the <laughs> behind the Vim Thai restaurant to a guy unloading a crate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I might have seen him back here <laughs> goofing around. Did you see him? He w- he would have been with another man, also crying. Uh, two two crying men. Two grown men, yes, and a, and a very fancy J. Crew bag, which we believe now held the body. Yeah, I see it. Why somebody die? I'm sorry. What's this investigation? <laughs> I just told you I did it, and now I'm here. I don't believe you. Okay. I think that cat's still alive somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. That's mean. That's mean to me. Okay, I actually cared about that cat. If you cared about the cat, you would have brought it in for a proper burial. <sighs> That's him, all right. I think he's not crying, so I can't tell for sure. Cry. I'm, I don't need to cry right <laughs> Do now. Do it. 
I, you can't just tell me to cry. <laughs> Pepper spray gets him every that's time. Him. That's definitely him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they said afterwards they were going to go to ye rustic in to throw back a couple of beers. <laughs> Despicable. Now, do you have a... Can you describe to me what the other man looked like? We're trying to hunt him down, too. <laughs> He's a shorter guy with a, a, a little beard. Mm-hmm. It was me, Corey. <laughs> I told you I did it. <laughs> Is oh, that might be him. Hi. I can't tell though he's not crying. Does this drawing look anything like him? <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't look anything like me. That doesn't <laughs> look like me. Excuse me, sir. Stay out of this. Now uh we're gonna have to apprehend you, Mike. Please bend over. <laughs> what? We're gonna need to handcuff your ankles to your hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, I don't consent to this. Ah, ow! Now roll yourself into the back of this jeep. Why did you put me in the jeep and then do this? You're an idiot. Are you assaulting a LAPD officer? What are the repercussions if I do? You don't want to know, Bucko. Dun dun. We cut to you rustic in. The bartender is cleaning glasses behind the bar. What's up, pal? Yeah. Have you seen anybody coming in here drinking after maybe the loss of a cat? This is the number one <laughs> number one bar for that sort of thing. You're going to have to be more specific. Look at these yes, little... <laughs> we see at the other end of the bar, there's a bunch of guys <laughs> cried, cried pictures of cats. <laughs> uh, do any of these doodles that I made look like men that you've seen before? Yeah, little guy with a beard, yeah. It's any improviser in town. <laughs> Uh, this one? Yeah, that looks like the guy you got all hogtied over there. Help! Help me! My back is spasming! You keep it down, you pervert. I'm not a pervert! Now listen, sir. When this man came in here, did he seem gleefully, joyously drunk with his pals? Like as if they had just celebrated, you know? Uh, I mean, a lot of people come in here just to... They're happy to get the weight of a dead cat off their... Chess, but I wouldn't say he was any happier or sadder than any other poor fucko that comes into this place. What does this guy drink? Him? Fat tire. <laughs> Give him one. I can't drink a beer right I'll now. My head's to you, a- you oh. little bitch. Here, tilt your head up. Do you just want to hang out with me? <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're enjoying a beer together. <laughs> hey, Mike, I'm going to get out of here. Corey's got practice. <laughs> Bye, Corey. <laughs> we, we cut to uh, the IMAX theater. Dun, dun. <laughs> um, you want two for uh, Secret Life of Pets, too? That's right. I'm going to make you watch every second of it, you sick fuck. Are you just going to give us two tickets with me looking like this? I look like a contortionist. <laughs> well, I'm not supposed to make any judgments. Um, Do you have to go to the bathroom, Mike? Because yes! I can help with that. Oh, God. <laughs> Take me to the bathroom. Psych. <laughs> You're a monster, detective. <laughs> can I interest you in some popcorn? or? Uh, oh, yeah. What's yeah. your favorite kind, Mike? <laughs> Anything without butter. What? We'll have extra butter, please. What's wrong with you? And sprinkle a little cat hair on the top. Why? Why? Leave me alone. He takes a like a cheese grater and a cat. Oh God! When? Okay, there you go. Thank you very much. Take a wolf of this, Mike. (sighs) Yeah. It's bad. Does it remind you of anything? No. Cat mixed with the scent of a dumpster, maybe? Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me about that night. I told you. You've never told me. Listen, I I, I, made it, I shouldn't have done it, okay? Looking back on it, 
I should have been an adult and just done made one phone call and then probably put two hundred dollars on a credit card, but I didn't do you it. Got him, boys. <laughs> I got <laughs> a SWAT a team comes <laughs> flying into the theater and shoots him in the back of the head. <laughs> All right, let's see Secret Life of Pets. You all know that dad didn't want any big fuss mm-hmm. for his funeral. You know, he said very clearly he didn't want any fanfare. So, mm-hmm. um, um, you you all thought we were probably here to talk about the funeral and make arrangements. And I'm here to let you know that's what he's I thought. in the stinkiest dumpster in town right here. <laughs> and what, what stinkiest. Is, yeah, he said he didn't want anything fancy. He didn't want any fanfare. Uh, a dumpster would to do be buried. Right. I think that was a. He'll be buried eventually under a pile of refuse and garbage. Um, but this way, we don't have to buy a lot. We don't have to pay for the cremation. Um, I handled it myself. I went and robbed the more. The, what? Huh? You robbed? I robbed the funeral home. I robbed the mortuary. I took him, and now. He's in this the stinkiest dumpster in town. So. What, why do you keep saying the stinkiest dumpster in town? Because it is. It's the town. stinkiest dumpster in town. Every time I pass this thing, I take my dog on a walk. I'm like, <laughs> why is that? <laughs> why is that, that a good, relevant detail? Our father's in a dumpster. Because now it's a perfect disguise. <laughs> disguise? No one's looking at the stinkiest dumpster in town, idiot. So you know that this was illegal. You're well aware. You robbed a... What is legality, anyways? Wait, you said you the robbed Laws a are just rules so everyone doesn't do something. Everyone, but you can kind of pick and choose which ones you break. As long as everyone's not breaking the law. I can't believe It's this. fine. Well, do you want to say anything to him or no? I'll let, you know, do you want me to raise... By the way, do you want me to raise the lid of this? I'm telling you, this thing stinks. I mean, what, what this, kind of stuff's in there? Like, I don't even want to tell you. It's It's like someone... Shit a rotten fish into a diaper is, of course, sort of the idea. Here, fine, I'll raise it for a little bit. Say your piece. Oh, 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 say oh, something. Oh, I Memorial. can't believe you did this. Look at him and tell you. Oh, oh, Dad, I miss you. I'll try to do you proud and get you into a grave. Don't, don't make promises you can't keep, Gerald. You're not going to get him into a grave. I can get him into a grave. He was very specific. He said, once I'm dead, I don't matter, right? So yeah. we're just going to throw it. I'm just throwing him out. Guys, guys, I just I just got a text. I've been I've been talking to this guy trying to get a grave plot for dad. Why? Thank I you. think I got it. Good. Oh, God. Thank Give you. me that phone. <laughs> no. Oh. no, no. I'll throw it in the stinkiest um. in town. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Did well, I just ruin your mood? What what it, what, it, what were you going to do? Huh? What ruin your, the mood? Yeah. There's not really a ha- joyous mood. Our father's in the stinkiest dumpster in town. What, Why are you so precious about it? I punch Josh in the face. <laughs> Guys, grab dad's body. Get in my car. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Guys, I got it. Okay. We're going to give dad a proper burial. Good. Okay. I found this really stinky dead deer in Griffith the other day. What? I'm going to bury dad right underneath it. A, a stinky deer? Why dead is deer. everyone fixated on it being a stinky resting place? God, it was stinky. I couldn't even believe you it. You said that you got a grave lot. A grave, grave plot. Plot. <laughs> this is it. It's Under a deer is not a grave plot. Oh. What's a grave this plot? Is what is a grave plot? Uh, okay. 
A hole it, in the ground? Look, yes, this, I, in a graveyard. Enough of this, all right? Look, I, I emailed Sheila, my old colleague. Give me that she, laptop. Can, <laughs> oh, Throw what? it in the deer. <laughs> Way to ruin the mood. Oh, that ruined your mood? <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. Nobody is in a good mood. Why do we think we're ruining moods? <laughs> Do you have a place that we yes, can take Yes, I do. Dad? Move aside. Let me drive. You have to punch me out of this car. Jesus Christ. We're going to way more trouble for Here, Dad than we would I have I pull up to a really fancy... The dad is like leaning out the back window with sunglasses on. <laughs> kind of... I pull up to a really fancy mansion with one of those like turnabout oh my driveways. God. Yeah, Private This is block? what we're talking about, right? Oh, this is so nice. This is my friend Sheila's place. Oh, great. Now the toilet in the basement is the stinkiest fucking toilet you ever smell. It's broken. What? It's from 1961 and if we can flush dad down it, it'll be like an Are eternal, you kidding me? No one will know that we put him there. Why does this it's fancy so mansion have a stinky toilet in it's the basement? The, it's the basement. I told you, dude. It's from 1962. The toilet in the basement and it smells like poop a lot. Oh, God. That's what you know? That's what... That's what Sheila's known for? You know that she has a She isn't known for that. I've just been over this house a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I Well, I I kind of question if it's the stinkiest toilet, but we can't flush Dad. If we chop him into little toilet. bits, we can. Oh, my God. This is so much work. We're going to chop Dad up. Yeah, and, and, but then, and then so we don't toilet. waste water, we'll have to poop in the water tubes before we flush it. Just for like what? water. What? Just because it's the stinkiest toilet, we have to keep it that way. We have to poop on Dad's chopped up body? Don't you have to go? Yes. <laughs> Well, help me carry him. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. Ding dong. I literally see like a private graveyard out there. Can we? Ding dong, ding dong. Hello. Sheila, hey. (laughs) Hello. How are you, girl? I'm doing just fine, thank you. (laughs) Hey, we were hoping that we could use your stinky toilet for you know what. Hmm, At your own peril. (laughs) Uh, You have to go down three different sets of stairs to get to it. Perfect. That's okay with you? We're going to bury this body in it. Oh, do you have scissors? Scissors? (laughs) Well, what did you think? That's going to take us so Oh, you got somewhere else to be? You're so selfish. Uh, I am not selfish. I'm the only one left with you right now, trying to do dad some justice. I just think scissors is going to take us longer. Okay, Sheila, do you have anything? I don't know. What do you want? Pointier than scissors? Pointier? Do you have an axe, Sheila, or... Yes, I have an act. <laughs> Great. Can we borrow it? A lot of requests. <laughs> Sorry, Sheila. Dispose Sheila. of a body here. Cut it up with an axe there. <laughs> Good Lord. Or we could bury it in your backyard. It seems like you have a private no, grave plot. No, no. That's for family only. <laughs> if you want, I have a stinky rocket ship you could tie the body to and send it into space. It's a stinky rocket yes, ship? Yes, it smells horrid. I've been meaning to get rid of it. Awesome. Let's get back into the meat part of the podcast. Um, uh, Lisa, you're up. What would you like to talk about? Okay, I'm going to tell a story about the nicest thing anyone ever did for me. (gasps) Well, that's a change, a a welcome change of pace. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so it was my 24th birthday. Okay. So we're talking 26 years ago. (laughs) 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 And, And... uh, I know it's not like a momentous birthday number, like 25 even would have been more, make more sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was 24. So it was like a real surprise. Um, 
And I was trying to plan my birthday party and I can be quite uh, controlling about that because I always have like ideas of weird things that I want to do. And it's like the one time of year I can like make people do what I want them to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like to do like theme parties or like game things or, you know, something that mm, the general public usually isn't that into, but I can like really corral them to do it because yeah. it's my birthday. So I was planning for myself a dress like your parents party. <laughs> and I had gone to, to my dad's house and I had like his Tiva's sandals and he has like a um, t-shirt with like the dude on it and like some cargo shorts. And I had like a little mustache. I had those like really fast looking sunglasses, you know, <laughs> those really speedy ones, like Oakley's or whatever. Um, so I was like dressed head to toe, like my dad, um, in my kitchen and I, I had, I like made a Facebook event and people were being like very non-responsive and it was like really throwing me for a loop because I felt kind of lonely and like nobody wanted to come and no, everyone was sick of my shit. You know, everyone mm-hmm. was like, I don't want, and I had a lot of friends that were like, uh, yeah, I'll come. But like, can I just like come normal? Like, I don't really know what to wear. I don't know how, you know, I'm like, make it work, like do it, you know, commit. <laughs> yeah. But people were being very like dragging their feet and it was making me really sad. So I was there at my house and I was making my favorite treat, um, which is a uh, popcorn, Squares, you ever like, you know, popcorn like melted with uh, marshmallows is like a rice, rice crispy yeah. Oh, yeah. square, but it's made with uh, popcorn. Ooh. Anyways, so like very sadly making my own birthday treats dressed as my dad in my, <laughs> in my kitchen. Um, <laughs> yeah, in the um, apartment that I share with Steve, my husband, and uh, he wasn't home. And so I was just sadly in there like waiting for people to come over and him to come over to come home after work and be like, it's okay. I'll dress like my dad too. It'll be fun. <laughs> um, so I'm stirring my, my, uh, goopy treat on the stove and then there's a knock at the door. So then I went to the door and I opened it and it was, um, Jack Skellington, mm-hmm. uh, from, from Nightmare the Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. So yeah. like full black suit and like the big face. So I didn't know like who it was, but it had like the big like mask and everything. And I was like, what like a is, leotard? is going on? It That's was a like tough one to like pull off. The like, mask, you mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, because Jack Skellington is just a skeleton. Yeah, but it was like him in, you know, when he wears like a suit? Oh, like black, okay. like yeah, yeah. tuxedo kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, and then this like mask. So I didn't know who it was. And I was like, what is going on? And then Jack uh, gave me like a package <laughs> and it was like a wrapped gift. And so I took it. And I thought it was was Steve, but I did, still didn't really know. I took it into the living room and I opened it, and inside there was a Sally costume, who's like the doll from that movie, you know. Mm-hmm. And then with a note that just said like "Put this on." Okay, so like very pretty woman, you know, when like someone gets like a gorgeous evening gown, but yeah. instead a bit weird. Um. So then I was already like, "What's happening?" Because I'm dressed like my dad, and now you want me to dress like Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Um. And then so I changed, and when I came out, it was Steve had like taken off his mask, and he was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't just like." change for strangers like, <laughs> i know what you're thinking like <laughs> and so i came out and um i was like what's going on and i was like had this the little like rag doll dress on and everything and um had like a cute little wig and um and then steve was like come with me and then i was like but my popcorn marshmallow things on the stove he's like just turn off the stove just leave it leave it all behind i had like the whole apartment was like clean and ready and there was like snacks like i thought i was having a party in like 20 minutes yeah so then we got in the car and I was blindfolded and we drove and uh, then I was told to open my eyes and it all all I saw was the the garage door of like my parents' house opening and inside there was like the mayor. Okay, this is very heavy. The mayor? Um, okay, not the mayor of Edmonton, um, but the mayor. <laughs> mayor uh, of City. Uh, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, okay. okay. So this is like really heavy with references for that yes, movie. So yeah, you haven't yeah, yeah. seen it, then I'm sorry. Are you a big but, fan of the movie, I assume? I mean, it's a great movie. Yes. I, yeah. Okay. So, um... 
You know the guy who's got like the two faces? Uh-huh. Okay. So it's my sister dressed as that guy. Like to the nines. She's even got like she's got like a hula hoop kind of thing underneath her clothes to make her look like a little round guy. And she's like a big sad like black smile, you know, like he has those big mm-hmm. black lips and the like scary eyes. And then the other side is like happy. Anyway, so She's in there and <laughs> she's like doing the whole like, Jack, what are we going to do? Like whole spiel, which my sister's like a serious accountant. So this is like a true gift. <laughs> I've never seen her act this way. And then um, she opened the door to the house and we followed her in. And uh, the house, the, there was Christmas trees everywhere. There was Christmas lights everywhere. There was um, and there's like uh, six of my friends in the living room, all dressed as like elves. And um, there's Santa and a Mrs. Claus and there's cookies and there's eggnog. Whoa. And my birthday's in October. So it's like I was gonna ask, there's yeah. not a lot of like Christmas things available. But the whole like main floor is decked out in this Christmas thing. And then, um, and then I had to like play this game where I had to like guess what the Christmas song was. And if I got it wrong, I like had to take a shot of like rum and eggnog and it was so fun. I was like, this is the best party ever. This is so great. But then it was like, this was over. And then I got led to upstairs and there was like an Easter egg on the door. You know how like when Jack goes into the forest and there's like the Easter egg and there's Halloween town and there's the Easter yeah. egg and the Christmas town. And, and so what they had done is, they had turned every room in the house into like a different themed Holy party. Shit. I know it's insane. So then those people that I saw in the living room, I thought was my party, but that was only like six out of like the 35 friends that were hiding throughout the house. Just waiting for you to. Yeah. yeah so, so I, then I went upstairs into the Easter room and then it was like the room was covered in like uh, Easter eggs and Easter bunnies. And then Jesus was there and there was like a scavenger hunt that I had to do in there. <laughs> and then another door was Halloween town. There was like a seance happening. There's candles everywhere and everyone looked very scary. And I went to the basement. It was Thanksgiving town. And there was like these pilgrims and Indians having, it was so wild. And it was like all night I got to like play a different like challenge in every room. And then if I like failed the challenge, I got sent into the crawl space, which was where the Oogie Boogie man was, where that was like very scary. I had to drink a lot down there. <laughs> um, Who was the Oogie Boogie man? <laughs> it was my, it was pretty dark down there, but I found out it was my brother-in-law and they had taken all the light bulbs out and replaced them with like red light bulbs. It was like a dungeon. It was very scary, but yeah. And at the end, everybody came out of their separate rooms and we had a big party in the living room and, um, wow. Yeah. And, and everyone had pitched to get me, um, a Canada goose winter jacket, which is like an $800 jacket. Everyone wow. had like thrown in, like it's like a really good winter coat, which now is that a special brand or is that just filled with Canada goose? Down. It, it is. And it's called Canada goose. And I've since, uh, sold it because I, I, and then when I moved to Toronto, people started yelling at me on the street cause it is made with a lot of animals. But aren't Canada geese like a pest? Um, I guess kind of, but still people care about them. And also the, the, another big problem people have is the hood is made of coyote, um, oh. fur. <laughs> so, but anyways, it's like and fucking cold where I'm tusks, from. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, it's really cold in Alberta. So it was like an incredible gift because, uh, I really need that jacket. Got a lot of use out of it, but, um, it was the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. Wow. And everybody like really came together to do that. Like, so I guess my sister had mostly planned it and it was like she gave people each their own responsibility of the rooms, you know, so that. So one time, like five of my friends surprised me at a bar and I was like, this is the best birthday I've ever had. I can't believe you guys planned this. And it was just six people I didn't know were going to be at a bar. Yeah, it was really nice. That's really nice. And I didn't know it at the time, but this was going to be my last birthday. I also um, lived in Edmonton. So that was like the last party I ever had with my friends. And then I moved to Toronto and then I moved here. Wow. I don't think I'll ever go back. 
No. Because those guys are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Are you like a big fan of Nightmare Before Christmas? I mean, I'm not like or? a diehard fan, but I think it was just but like... like a, they knew? Like a big enough fan where they're like, she'll <laughs> like this. Yeah, or, well, yeah, definitely. Like, okay. I, I'm not like the kind of person that has like tattoos of it or like yeah, memorabilia, yeah. but I we watched the movie every Christmas and every Halloween, my sister and I. And so I think for her, she knew that I liked it. And also it was like a fun... I just thought it was like a really creative idea to have basically like 12 different parties in the same house. Yeah, that's cool. It, yeah. It's really funny though that you had planned out a concept that you liked for your party <laughs> and they were like, okay, we'll all do dress like your parents. <laughs> and then they had, they're just like, no, we, this is what the real plan is. Yeah. Yeah. Were your parents there? Um, my dad came at the end, I think. He couldn't find any his of house. his clothes. <laughs> I'm not leaving until I find these sunglasses. I need to go fast. Yeah, and then actually, um, Steve had taken a picture of me um, right before I tur- I changed into that Sally costume. It was like it's like a candid picture of me just like walking into the bedroom from the hallway. And later, I saw they had like a Facebook uh, secret group where they had been planning this whole thing for like a month. And Steve posted in there like, "Look at this fucking idiot! <laughs> like doesn't even know the party's happening. He's over at this place, dresses her dad." That's really funny. It's also really funny to come home from work and your wife is dressed like her dad. I'm Okay, all right. Open your eyes. We're almost at your party. Okay, it's a wet bandit themed party. Take the blindfold off and paint can. (laughs) 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 Happy birthday, sweetheart. Got him. (laughs) Got him. Oh. Come on, don't be dramatic. Oh, he's so surprised. You got him. Oh my gosh. Look at us. You guys are here. Why did you hit me in the face with a paint can? Well, your favorite movie is Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, it's in my top ten, I guess. No, it's your favorite, right? You watch it every Christmas. Well, huh? it's just on That's TBS right. every year, but I, okay, yeah, yeah. And you thought we were going to have a bowling party, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you Dummy. fucking idiot. I love bowling. <laughs> okay, come on into this room. Follow me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, there was a lo- okay. Blowtorch to the hair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's doing it just like in the. Yeah, he's doing it just, just like, like in the movie. Oh, I didn't mean to. It really hurt. Oh. Ow. Oh my God. Do you have a cream? Oh, you oh. burned my scalp. Here, here. Put some Vaseline on the top of there. Oh. There, there. Oh. Feathers. What? What? Feathers. Oh. This is humiliating. Stop. <laughs> Oh my god, you look so funny. Your hair's all gone and you have feathers stuck to the top of your head like a little chicken. This is insane. (laughs) This is fucking insane. Smile. (laughs) Oh my god, this is hilarious. Hashtag birthday, hashtag surprise. Let me take off my bowling shirt. (laughs) It's ruined. Well, thanks for for assaulting me, you freaks. Hey. Hey. Mike. What? We've been planning this party for months it's your special surprise birthday party yeah don't be so ungrateful i was at the bowling alley for three hours no one showed up well if you're so mad there's the door buddy (laughs) okay fine you know what i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave i'm gonna walk out through this door that i've never walked out before and i'm gonna get the hell out of here okay (laughs) oh Oh, sorry i forgot it's on fire it's on fire I just saw a skeleton. Spider. 
clothes. It's in my clothes. <laughs> hold, here, hold still, hold still, hold still. I'm just going to insert this nail into your foot. Excuse me? Police, we heard there was a wet bandit here. Time to take him to jail. Yep. Handcuff his hands to his feet. <laughs> Okay, uh, dear, maybe, uh, it was funny, but maybe stop dressing like your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Well, we did, like, dress like your parents' party, but you've been dressing like your dad for a week now, and it's disoriented. But I don't, don't you think, I mean, I can get everything done so much faster when I'm wearing these sunglasses. Like, have you seen, (laughs) when my walking speed is increased, my grocery shopping, I'm, I'm blitzing down that's, each aisle, I'm I'm fast. I, you know what? That seems odd uh, that the sunglasses would make you faster, but maybe just keep the sunglasses on. Uh, well, what about, what? And get, change out of that big Lebowski dude T-shirt and the robe and the TV. Okay, uh, everywhere and the fake mustache. Every time I see you, I see your dad. Well, hey, I mean. Uh, you don't want me to carry your cell phone and your keys around for you anymore than say goodbye to these cargo shorts. It's practical, Dale. You're being selfish. I don't, I'm not trying to be selfish. I appreciate you carrying around my keys and my cell phone in the cargo <laughs> shorts, but I'm, it's messing, it's wiring my brain weird because I'm very attracted to you. You're thank my you, wife. Thank you. But I've been sleeping next to your dad for the last week. Well, it's uh, weird. It's because I wear zundies to bed? Is that partly, what it is? Partly. And you insist on wearing that sleep apnea mask. And you don't have sleep apnea. <laughs> That's right. Well, I just, you know, I, want, I love him so much and I, I want to pay homage to him and, you know. Uh, get, have a painting done of him or something. Or like, like donate a bench at the Botanical Gardens. <laughs> but stop dressing it. Please. Babe, I'm begging you. Okay, I have an idea. Hmm? I have an idea. Okay. Why don't you <laughs> go get some stretchy pants with strawberries on them and a little orange tank top. Put your hair in a bun. Get some big old glasses. You can be my mom. <laughs> what? You can be my mom. Think of how good the sex will be. <laughs> oh my God. You want me to dress up like your mom? Well, if you got a problem, it'll, it'll make it, us look like we fit together better. And maybe you'll feel more comfortable being in love with me and my dad at the same time. Okay. We cut to um, a marriage counselor where Lisa's dresses her dad and Jake's dressed as Lisa's mom. Okay. Um, and you're saying that the sex, your sex life has been suffering lately? Well, that's uh, right, Karen. Did you want to say something about it? Uh, yes. It's been suffering a little bit. Um, Karen's I'm, frigid. Yeah. I'm not frigid. Okay. I'm not frigid. I would like to be having sex with my partner mm-hmm. who happens to be Darren. My... <laughs> happens to be Darren. Okay. <laughs> okay. My I, my wife is insisting she dress like her dad and I dress like my mom. Yes. Her mom. Yes. Yes. I see that. You see that? I see Did, it. Uh, we said we weren't going to drop the voices, honey. <sighs> okay. It sounds like... Um, I think you guys need to just really be more uh, accepting of each other. And I think you need to really, um, 
you know, I think you need to reach out to your daughter, Lisa, a little bit more. Wait, whose side are you coming down on? <laughs> uh, I just think um, I think somebody needs to dress up like What are you Lisa. doing? I'm going to put this blonde wig on. <laughs> Don't. And I'm Sweetheart, it's good to see you. Daddy. You look wonderful. You moving fast. <laughs> How's your marriage going? Um, it's okay. I'm trying to, trying to get... Excuse, <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what? What? What's wrong? Sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, don't you think it's a good idea if you stopped role playing and uh just bore yourself a little bit more? Mom, you're being such an idiot. <laughs> don't call your mother an idiot, but thank I you. Agree. Excuse me. Don't gang up on me, okay? I brought you into this world. <sighs> Karen, now's not the time. Lisa, we have something to tell you. What do we have to We're t- separating. What? We're getting into what? What are oh we my. doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's what? the time. I'm. That's the end of our session. Wow. I'm near. Take this Excuse off. me. Separating. What was that? So <laughs> through a two-way mirror or one-way mirror. So the iguana was the control. <laughs> Okay, guys, great. Um, good. So we're going to be up in the Easter room. Um, and uh, yeah, um, <laughs> Earl, I think. Where am I going? Yeah. Uh, just put on this. Uh, Santa? Well, we're thinking maybe crawl down to the crawl space. <laughs> um, I pulled out all the regular light bulbs. Uh, <laughs> what? If you want to just go in there and put these red bulbs in there. Hopefully you won't see Lisa, but if she really, if she messes up, uh, yeah, you'll be the life of the party if we need you. Yeah. You're actually kind of like, you're like the, the linchpin that holds this whole thing together. I am. Yeah. You're going to be Mr. Oogie Boogie. (laughs) You'll be Mr. Oogie Boogie, but in the crawl space, uh, the real important part is don't say a word until, (laughs) until Lisa goes down there. But I have a big gray beard (laughs) and I'm a little heavy set. I could be Santa. So easy to be Santa. Uh, we're sort of going a different direction with Santa. We're going skinny skeleton Santa. Skinny skeleton. So, so what we need you to do is back your little chubby butt right up into the crossbow. Ah. I would go in butt first yeah, because I don't want. First. If you can't turn around, this potato sack doesn't have armholes. <laughs> That's right, Earl. Don't worry. You know what? And she's going to be joining you down there if she fails any of the challenges. Like, oh, okay. oh the, the, we have a challenge where she has to sing the alphabet, and if she gets any letter wrong, she'll for sure be down there with you. She just has to sing in the alphabet. Yeah. yeah. Um, a, oh God! The Easter room. She's got a. Um, she's got to crack. A, she's got to crack an egg. If she can't crack that egg. Yeah. Crack an egg into her bowl. I'm never going to see her. You'll be seen. Don't worry. It's dark down here. Look, all the challenges are going to be wrapped up in like probably three or four hours, and Tops. and then we're all going to join together anyways. So every three or four hours, and then. Time permitting, we'll come grab you. Right, and then we can all. You'll cu- you'll definitely come get me. Oh, Time permitting. By the way, um, uh, do you have your two hundred for the jacket? I know I was saying everyone's pitching ten, but we were kind of short at the end. So. Everyone's pitching ten, and I'm pitching two hundred. <laughs> well, just because we had we had to make up for the. There was like we had a you gap do, at the end. You got like the starring roll in the thing. So this yeah, is yeah. the starring roll. Yeah, the whole thing doesn't work unless there's a Thank threat you. of something dark and scary. Uh, there's one fifty. Can I Venmo you the rest? Ooh, I'm gonna need you to Venmo me right now. <laughs> Right now, I can't. There's no reception in the crawls. Um, you can come out for one second and Venmo me and then hop back in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, stay down here. I'm going to bring the router down. Hang on. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, yeah. There we go. Okay. Now you should be really good. Yeah, Let me see. His okay. chubby little butt's stuck in there. I can, <laughs> right. I can tell already. There. Ching. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Um, I don't think you guys cleaned out this crawl space. There seems to be a dead cat in a J. Crew bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to that. Would okay. you just quit judging the crossbase? What? It's part of what makes it the Oogie Boogie Man's domain. Yeah, right. It's a theme. It's a stinky it's a cat in a J. Crew bag. What is your? Don't question the reality. I'm of the, trying of to it. be. It just seems like that. It seems like that's not adding to the atmosphere. Have you ever even seen the movie? Yeah, and he's got this great, colorful, fun world. And he's made of bugs, right? So does someone have the Beatles? What? Um, I got him. Okay. Wait, what? So we're going to put these. We're going to put these down. I'm not the potato, crazy about Beatles. <laughs> down the potato sack that you're wearing, and then when Lisa comes down, it'll be hilarious because it'll be crawling out of your shirt, and she'll love it. No, please. I got to go upstairs. Julia White's here. He's going to be Santa. I'm going to go oh, get let Julia in. What? Urkel's playing Santa? Yeah, don't worry. Maybe he'll be around when you get up. Oh. Hey, can you keep it down a little bit? Ah, the Beatles are... Uh, 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 the Beatles are what? They're biting me. The Beatles are biting my chubby butt. Did you just squish some of those Beatles? Oh yeah, I did. Okay, well now you owe us for that, too. Yeah, can you return Venmo those? me real quick for those? I don't have to Venmo you for it's Beatles. It's $75 from Petco. A seven, you, bought a, you paid $75 can you bring the router Beatles? down again real quick? <laughs> I'm going to get the router. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. There you go. <laughs> At Lisa Gilroy, too. Thank I you. got it. Okay. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, be sure to send her down when she fails one of the tasks and oh, maybe like sure. cheat one so that, uh, you know, she gets... It's her birthday. We're not going to make her fail. <laughs> I'm not saying make her fail, but it, like uh, it's part of the room, right? It ties the whole room together. I should be a little bit excited uh, to get it to be a part of it, right? It's not going to pull you the room. Whatever. You'll get it. <laughs> Get in the cross space, Earl! Ah! Earl! You don't have to push me with a broom! Ah! <laughs> Get him in there. Poke him with the broom. Ow! Ow! Bing, bing. Ah! Stuff him like a musket. <laughs> ah! I'm in the back. I'm at the back of it. I'm in the back, okay? Okay, see that dartboard behind you? Yes. Okay, can you put your head against it? <laughs> put my head Just against put your the dartboard? against it. Quick, Lisa's going to be here any second. Uh, she's coming. Okay. Okay, now I'm just going to tie your head to it. <laughs> what? Because remember how in the movie he's like got that kind of spinning wheel that people have to go up against? Yeah. So you do it. So my head is on this spinning yep, dartboard? There, and I just tied Ow! it. There you go. Okay. All right, we're just going to close the door Oh, now. wait, let's throw a couple darts at the board just to make it look Wait, authentic. what? Okay. <laughs> Ow! Ow! Okay. okay. Ow, those like went into my face. <laughs> and my hands are stuck in the potato sack. Please, please. All right. Help. Help. Hello? Oh, my God, I'm so surprised. Happy birthday. Just wait patiently for her to fail a test. Hey, I bet you can't sing the ABCs, Lisa. <laughs> oh, my God, these challenges are so easy. You guys are hilarious. No, she won't get it. Which one's the Canadian flag, Lisa? <laughs> um, The one on the right. <laughs> Lisa, what's your name? <laughs> uh, it's got to be Lisa. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Ah, we cut to four hours later. It's been a really oh, great so party, you guys. So good to see you. So good seeing you. God. Thank you guys so much. So good. Oh, a Canada Goose jacket? Oh, oh stop. We Mike, know I know little... you pitched big time for this. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a little wrong, but it's cold. <laughs> well, well I'll see you guys later. Bye. See you later, Lisa. I hope you had a great birthday. I did. Good night. <sighs> Hello? Guys? Hello, guys? 
I've got something important to tell you. Guys. <laughs> Guys. Hello? <laughs> Guys. Remember how I was having trouble performing? I think the dead cat helped. <laughs> Well, great. Thank you so much for being on the Meet Improv. Yeah, uh, thank you that both. Was a damn blast. Uh, let's <laughs> go around so the table. Um, plug some Instagram, Twitter, shows I can see you in. Oh, great. Um, I'm at the Lisa Gilroy on Instagram and Twitter. And you can see me with Hail Mary, the mod team at UCB, every second Wednesday. And on the Herald team, Bitchin'. Yeah. With Jake Jabor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And. I'm on Instagram as Mike Christian Zero, the number, the le- numerical zero. <laughs> uh, you can see me every third Wednesday at eight o'clock at the Pack Theater with my sketch team Gutter, and every first and third Wednesday at ten at the Clubhouse. If you're in LA, see the I'm Susan Improv Show. I'm Susan. It's great. I love it. Uh, yeah, come to see uh, Bitchin, a Herald team, and we're gross with Gilly the third Thursday of the month. And uh, order my book at inkshares.com. Search Jake Jabor. It's happening. It's happening. It's all happening. Uh, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. Josh Simpson on Instagram. Uh, the Meat is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also support our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Meat Improv. Do an extra episode every week where we talk shop. shop. Um, and there's a Discord server as well. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend if you like the show. Mm-hmm. Rate us and review us in the iTunes store. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on The Meat, the meat. Improv. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.